Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Uh, uh, it's a Tuesday night. I'm exhausted, tired, just been working and working and working. I just uh, recovered from my, my second Moderna shot. Got that on, on Saturday. And uh, the, the conversation you're about to hear was recorded while I had a, a fever going and I didn't feel great. So, but it had to be recorded that day. And I feel like the guests picked up the slack a little bit, you know? So it's a good conversation nonetheless. Um, before we get to that, though, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of things. One of them being, man, you have these people at your jobs that uh, just take their job way too seriously. Is there anyone more annoying than that? Like if it's a career, I get it right? But if it's a job, just show up on time and do the job. That's it. And then leave. I work, I fertilize lawns. I don't know if I've talked about this on here, but I fertilize lawns. And um, our boss let us know recently that we're going to have to start working Saturdays for a couple weeks. And no one was happy about it, obviously. But one guy, this is what one guy said. He was like, whatever it takes. <laughs> What are we, what is this, saving private Ryan? What a, whatever it takes, dude. What are you talking about? We trying to get past enemy lines to rescue one of our own here? This is, just say okay or say nothing at all, which is what everyone else did, by the way. Said nothing. I had, we had a guy like uh, a while back, pre-COVID, we had a meeting one time uh, because too many people were calling off of work. And one guy stood up and he said, he said, I haven't missed a day in 15 years. And it was really quiet. <laughs> it was like, dude, cool dating bio. I mean, what? Dude, we're not paramedics. We're not nurses or doctors or firefighters. Hey, bud, we work lawn care. No one gives a fuck. All right? I wish every job was like fast food as far as caring goes. You remember when you had a fast food job? Imagine most of us probably did at some point or another. I worked fast food when I was a teenager and I loved it because they didn't care. It was a lot of people's first job. All you, all you needed was a license, you know? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it didn't matter. They just, they wanted bodies, get some bodies in there. They didn't take themselves too seriously. You know, there was barely an interview process. And if there was, what, what would that even look like if there was like a serious one? You know, just, so it says here you worked for uh, mom. Is that right? Yep. I, uh, I do the dishes and I take out the garbage. And you're, uh, you're pretty good about that? After dinner and every Tuesday, sir. I mean, <laughs> Uh, and how's the attendance? Well, I live there, so uh, it's pretty, it's pretty good, you know. How do you feel about working Saturdays? Whatever it takes, you know. <laughs> Dude, do the job and shut your goddamn mouth. All right. No one cares. No one cares. On the show today, we have. Maybe my favorite comedian in the state of Michigan. He's up there. He might be 1A for me. 
known him for a, since I started 10 years ago. He's been doing it for five years longer, like 15 years. And he's such a great comic. He's undeniably funny. He kills almost every time I see him. What makes him great is he's a good joke writer, and he just doesn't give a shit on stage. What we all strive for. Once you stop giving a fuck, the level of funny goes up quite a bit. Because you just don't care. And audience members can kind of see that sometimes. You know, they can pick up on that. You know, I still care. I wanted to just get to that point where I go, I don't fucking care anymore. You know, he's a Grand Rapids guy. Um, He's got an album out. God damn it. I'm a terrible person for not. I'll, I'll put the name of the album in the notes of the podcast. But he's got an album out. Very funny guy. We have a fun conversation. Please enjoy my hilarious friend. Grand Rapids comedian, Adam Deggy. But I'm not moving, and I'm not trying. It's so petrifying, maybe some other time. You know, I feel bad. You know, I wish, I, I'm glad you have a family now that's working, it's working out for you. But I do wish maybe this was five or six years ago, Adam Deggy. Because I wouldn't feel bad asking him to do a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I was a little thicker. Um, I was a much bigger piece of shit, I think, five or six years ago. But um, I've been in, I've been enlightened. Yeah. Um, but this uh, the Zoom, I struggle with every time because if if the link doesn't bring me straight to the to the room, and then I'm then I'm putting the password in and the code, and then I'm going back and forth, and I I can't remember numbers and letters because I'm stupid and. <laughs> Are it's you, always a challenge. Are you using a webcam? Because it looks a pretty good picture. No, so I'm literally just using my iPhone, but I got one of those uh ring lights. Mm, okay. All right. It was literally yeah. like 50 bucks at Walmart. And I mean the, the iPhone camera is, you know, yeah, pretty pretty decent. It's wild now that you know you can legit take pictures on your phone uh that you'd need it like a professional camera for even 10 years ago. It's pretty yeah. wild, man. Yeah. It's technology. Uh, technology, buddy. Um, I woke up this morning uh, and I, I, I felt awful. I was like, Oh, this is the second shot. This is what's happening. Ooh. Yep. Been there. And then now, did you get Moderna or Pfizer? I got the old Pfizer boy. Uh-huh. You're but you're fully vaccinated, ready to go. I am fully, fully vaccinated. And after the second one, I think not immediately after, but that night I started feeling pretty rough. And then, and then like half of the next day, maybe like a 12 hour period sucked. Yeah. I woke up with a huge heart on. I was like, this is interesting. And that hasn't happened. Oh, yeah, that dude. hasn't happened. In like That's 15 the Moderna. <laughs> that Moderna goes right, to, right to your urethra. <laughs> oh my God. It's good to see you, man. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this. Um, I can't wait to see you in person. Hopefully that's going to, I feel bad because weren't you at the Ann Arbor showcase probably about three weeks ago, a month ago, right? Uh, it was technically, no, dude, fuck. It's been, it was in November. Oh, really? So I headlined like the one weekend it opened back up. Mm-hmm. It op- might've opened back up for like two weeks. And um, I was kind of like the, uh, the guinea pig or the lab rat. And then, <laughs> and then like two weeks later, I'm seeing these GoFundMe's to save the club. And I'm like, did I, did I almost kill the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase? 
is this all my fault? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. That been you... really that have been so bad to say How... that I was the last comic to headline there. Yeah, you could use it as a credit though. That'd be good. Um, yeah, I guess. How was Saga Talk yesterday? You were at Saga Talk, weren't you? No. Uh-uh. Weren't you there yesterday? No. No. I'm asking mm-hmm. you again, like you wouldn't know. Are, were, are you sure you I, weren't I there, was there? I was there maybe like, um, I don't know, three weeks to a month ago. With, what the um, fuck is time? Jim Elliott. I'm just way off on these. Uh... No, you're fine. I mean, listen, a lot of us look alike, dude. We're, we're <laughs> white and we're bald. We got yeah. we got facial hair and we're hanging on. It's, uh, oh my God. How's, uh, how's Nikki doing? The wife is good, man. She's, uh, she's incredible as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, she just got the second shot as well. It was a little feeling? under the weather, but um, yeah, she's good, dude. She she's been working, staying busy, and I think she, she's she's ready to get back out there too. Uh, I mean, now that we've got the second vax, we can go out and you know swim yeah. like we used to. Did you uh, now? Did you take a lot of time off from stand up, or did you pepper in shows during the pandemic? Uh, I was peppering peppering in shows. I mean, if I'm being honest, dude. Don't get me wrong. I took COVID very seriously. I believe in science. Um, I know that it's not bullshit. I know it's a real thing and people really are dying. But like, I was just finishing treatment um, sure. for for cancer. And I so t- to me, mentally, it was just like, you know, this is, I just had cancer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, which, depending on the treatment you're doing, like if you're doing uh, like radiation chemo, Mm-hmm. then it tactically puts you at higher risk because your immune system is lower. But I was doing the opposite. I was doing immunotherapy. So my immune system was on like 100, oh, wow. which caused a ton of problems um, for, for other reasons that I'm still dealing with. But I, I mean, I, I wasn't at jeopardy uh, of getting sick any more than anybody else, Yeah, which was cool. But I, I just, you know, I was like, I don't want COVID and I was smart about it. I mean, we didn't leave the house for, you know, months and months, um, ended up, we both got COVID, my wife and I from a, from a family member and, and they left the house even less than we did. So, I mean, it really only just takes one person to get it, you know, that's how it spreads. But yeah, I just, uh, I was, I was still doing shows when I could. I mean, there, there wasn't any opportunity for a long time other than virtual stuff. And then, then I, I did like a few here and there when things open back up for that like month. And then now that things are, are back, I'm starting to do more. And depending on where you are, I mean, some places it's like, it never happened. I did a yes. show in Romeo. <laughs> the dude's complaining. He's like, oh, we're 25% capacity. And I'm like, I'm looking around like, are you? Because <laughs> I don't see any open seats. I don't know how you think 25% works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've I've had that with the open mics. Like I've done one open mic before I did the showcase like six weeks ago. And mm-hmm. he was like, it's gonna be at 20% capacity. It was like at fucking in 90% capacity. It was like yeah, Jesus, of course. Well, and then and is- then and then here's the funny thing: the person that books that open mic took two weeks off to not host it because he put on Facebook he had flu-like symptoms. We know what the fuck you had. Yeah, well, dude, yeah. COVID, man. Just say it. <laughs> Jesus. It's you know, and I didn't, the, the, the few shows I did that were uncomfortably full, I had just had COVID. So I had the antibody for like 90 days or whatever, you know, and you're still smart about it. I always wore a mask when I got up from a table, I would still sanitize as much as possible, wash my fucking hands, normal stuff. Um, But at the same time, I was never like, 
I, I, I wasn't going to just hang out in my basement. Uh, that's the thing. There's a balance, man. There's a there's balance. There's got to be a gray area. Yeah. Yep. Don't it, be an idiot. You don't need to go out and fucking spit in people's face and make out with strangers and like, you know, crowd around a table and live it up like we always used to. Yeah. But at the same time, man, some people have just been hiding in the house. And what really yes. irritates me, dude, is people really took advantage of like the the bigger people were collecting checks, man, yeah. doing nothing, making like twice as much money or more money than they were making working. And they could have got a job. They just didn't want to because and their excuse was COVID. But there was a lot of lazy people who just took advantage sure. and didn't get work. I mean, part of me doesn't blame them because they were making more money. But I feel like you are worse for society if you just sat on your ass and collected checks than if you continued to work and occasionally went to the bar. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as you were smart about it and wore a mask and everything. but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just the old man in me. No, dude. We're around the same age. Don't say that. Uh, now, how old are you, though? Are you 38, 37? I am 36. I'll be 37 next month. Oh, I hate you even more. I'm going to be it's dude, going to be 40, dude, in June. Well, it's, you don't look it, dude. I know. I appreciate that. And I'm going to make sure to put that part in the podcast. Um, Please do. <laughs> I, do yeah. <laughs> yeah, I people, honestly wouldn't have guessed 40. Yeah, I know. I uh, I think it's because I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I don't drink a lot. I don't really do drugs. That'll do it. That's that. They say that's why J Lo still looks so young. Never drank. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably more than that for her, but sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's also it, millions of dollars. That yeah, that was help. like uh, they ask. You know who Pharrell is, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously, the the uh, hip hop artist mm-hmm. slash music producer. Yeah. Half of uh, nerd. Nerd. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he he's got a baby face, and people always ask him, you know, how he looks so young, and he he he, he says it's because he's always cleaned his face with cold water. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's all it is. <laughs> that and millions of dollars and the best well, facials money can buy. Well, he's also black. So let's be- <laughs> oh no, no, that's a huge factor, dude. Black. It is. Crap. It, dude, that people you can say that that's fucking hacky, but that's a real thing. No, dude. it's if it's, you've got any, um, you know, any color. My my wife's half Indian, and she her she has aunts that are literally in their sixties and seventies, and they look like they're in their forties. Insane. White people suck at age. Yeah, they really do. I remember working the road with a, a, a black comic, Justin. Justin something I can't remember. We were doing uh, we were doing shows in Minnesota, and he was making fun of me, and he was talking about basically like, and he was like forty six, but looked younger. He's like, man, I'm gonna be fifty five, look forty, and you're gonna look like shit the next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Yeah, it's he's uh, right. Yeah, it's it sucks, man. I'm I'm doing all the moisturizing stuff. Like I'm late to the party, but I'm doing all that stuff now. I tell you what, though, man. I I you know I see people I went to high school with, and we're, I'm going on. You know, God. It would have been like my 15-year reunion last year, mm-hmm. I think, or two years ago. And, man, some people aged even worse than me. I mean, oh man, rough. I, There's, like, people who have tanned, like, girls who tanned, like, fake tan since yeah. they were in high school. Man, that shit. I mean, coming from a guy who's had stage three skin cancer, I'm very against it, mm-hmm. you know. But, but besides just the... Uh, you know, the chances of getting cancer, it's, ugh, it doesn't do any, you any favors for the aging process, man. 
No, I've had, you ever have, well, probably, this probably hasn't happened to you lately because you're, you know, you're, uh, you're all knotted up now. But I, uh, I remember I had like a, an ex-girlfriend reach out to me a few years ago and she was, we were just talking and she was, mm-hmm. with, she was married, but we were just catching up and, and woo, she looked yeah. horrific. She looked Doesn't really, it make you, it's so terrible that you're, and she's, instinct, and she's younger than me, dude. She's like five years yeah, younger than and me. And your first instinct is like, nah, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Cause that's kind of an, you know, you could think we're assholes for saying that, but that's everyone. Everyone thinks that shit. No, you know, everybody, yeah. every, I'm sure there's people who are like, well, look at me and they're like, God, he's bald as fuck. Thank yeah. God I got my hair, you know? Yeah. I, um, I, I have the same issue, but, uh, I, you know, um, you said one of the funniest things one time you said, uh, that, um, I got so drunk one time I took off my hat. Do you remember saying that <laughs> when we were in Lancet? I could not stop laughing. I don't remember saying that, but it, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. You got to really you gotta uh, keep it glued on. I mean, I don't mind. Like I wasn't actually going to put a hat on for this, but I I'm sick and my hair is fucking everywhere. And I was like, this is, I'm not going to do this. Uh, I'm just going to be looking at myself the entire time. It's not going to be good. I always rock the hat. Any, anytime I do a Zoom or a podcast, I mean, it's it's legitimately a, uh, the glare is an issue, you know? How do you feel about... I mean, look at that. Yeah, I got you. Let's see. We uh, Yeah, see, look at that. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, thank God we got big dicks. Yeah. <laughs> By we, you. I have fucking mush brain, dude. I've been doing this where I'm doing podcasts with someone and I just can't think of what I was going to say. I was going to say something about what were we talking about before you took your hat off? Uh, Comparing yourself to people you went to high school with. Mm, no, that is, that's not it. I don't know. This is uh thank God for editing. Do you know what I mean? I've had a couple of podcasts where I'm just like a Connor came over when we were doing a podcast and there was like several breaks during the podcast. And she's like, and I was like this, I could edit this together. It's, it's going to sound like we sat down and fucking the whole conversation flowed. Some people don't edit their podcasts, and those people are ridiculous. If you don't edit your podcast, I don't understand. Does everything you say is gold? I don't get. Yeah, that. <laughs> there's too much filler, dude. Yeah, there's a you lot. You gotta, you gotta cut the fat. That's what I go. I do an hour, and then I cut it down sometimes to forty five minutes. Just depends, you know. Which is just it blows my mind, honestly. With if if nothing else explains the the power that Joe Rogan has. He has such uh, like uh, an incredible following. I mean, the dude got a hundred million dollars and he's essentially like where people get their news now, which is nuts. But for somebody <laughs> to listen to the, to the, any, any podcast for like mm-hmm. two hours, let alone three, it's just too fucking much. Yeah. That's Who's why I even got the time. Yeah. It's, I had to convince myself with that too. You know, that's why when I did comedy project, I chopped it down to five to six minutes. Um, and this, I'm like, I got to keep it, try to keep it under an hour. And it's just like, you know, people have, there's so many fucking podcasts. People have stuff to fucking do. You know, just like you said, Rogan takes up three hours of their day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, and they do have some really interesting conversations with some, some really interesting people, but still three hours is just too long, man. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta really feel confident to, to go for three hours. I don't want to do a three hour movie is too long. Mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't want to have sex for three hours. Yeah. I, uh, and, I hear you. I used to, yeah, I used to have sex. Um, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Um, and I don't like the whole, you know, when women are like, Oh, I like to go for a half hour, 45 minutes. And I'm like, Do you? and I'm like, you don't have a dick. Like this is not, right. it's harder for us. Like it's, yeah, I don't the know guy's what, doing most of the thrusting. I mean, depending on the guy and the girl, but 
I feel like the guy's for sure on average burning more calories. Yeah, I no, one hundred percent. Sex is so much different for a guy than it is a woman. Yeah, I, you you know it's they don't understand. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that men have it rough. You know, I I do. <laughs> I do, especially white men. I do feel that way. Um, straight white men by far have, have the, the hardest time. Yeah. Because you got to fuck a woman, right? Yep. We just talked about it. Super hard. Mm-hmm. I like how uh, we just, we just get right back into that of, uh, <laughs> I, th- I feel like every conversation I've had, especially when I'm with a woman, I mention straight white men or it comes up somehow. And I'm like, all right, I got to see my way out of this. I don't know. Uh, people hate us and they should. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I, I, it's it's weird, you know. People want to have these conversations with everything that's going on, but we're not allowed at the table. You know what I mean? It's a uh, it's a strange no, thing, dude. It's even when I talk, depending on like the room and the the people, you know. Even when I talk about getting skin cancer, which is predominantly a, a white people thing, sure, you can't not get it if you don't have you know white pale skin. But it's much more common in white people. But I'll be talking about it, and there's still people with their arms crossed, like, oh God, now I gotta hear this straight white male talk about cancer. Yeah. Like, can you oh are you gonna cancer explain to us? Like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like dude, it is one of those things where like someone put it nicely. They said, uh, straight white men have problems too, just color the color of their skin is not one of them. You know what I mean? So it's not like yeah, that's why it's it's funny when people, you know, when I've, I've had some shit go down when I was a little kid. So it's weird for people just to be like, oh, you're a straight white male. You have no issues. It's like, oh, I do. But yeah, you know. no, I mean, that's that's a ridiculous thought to have if people yeah. think that way. But I mean, I think we can all agree, e- even if you've got all those issues, I mean, you, you still in certain situations will most definitely have an advantage just because you're a cracker. But just we're better. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you know? 100%, dude. Just better. Athletically, especially. Everybody knows white dudes are the best athletes. Yep. Yep. The best athletes also age way better too. Um, age better and love spice. I've had issues just saying stuff like off the cuff crowd work wise. And then not knowing somebody in the audience was this or that. And then had said, had things said to me after the show. Um, do you have an example or do you not want to say? Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. So I was, I was do, I was headlining the show. Um, I don't, have you ever done the or doc? Yes. Years ago, but yeah. So up in, um, it's a college, it's a college show basically the UP of Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's at a brewery. So there was a girl in the audience with her boyfriend and the girl was much bigger than the boyfriend. I don't even mean like overweight or obese. She was just a, a, a stocky girl. Okay. And the guy was like this little scrawny dude. So as a joke, I was just like, Oh, you probably beat the shit out of this guy. Huh? Like making jokes about essentially domestic violence and her kicking this guy's ass you know (laughs) and i kept going back to it because it was getting laughs it was getting really well and people could visually see the joke they understood why i was doing it because the guy she was you know bigger than him yeah um so then come to find out this girl had been like a victim of domestic violence there's no way for me to know this no of course and then she but she's even laughing she's laughing Yeah. yeah during the show um, as far as I know, enjoying herself. And then, and then her friend 
comes up to me after the show and she's like, you know, she was a victim of domestic violence. And I, I think you should make like a public apology and all this stuff on Facebook. And I'm like, who is nobody's even going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, who do you think? Nobody knows who the fuck I am. <laughs> I was about to say public apology. Yeah. So people would be this. And that was the first time just recently, this happened to me for the first time in 15 years. And th- this is the, this is an example of like, why cancel culture isn't just the left and it's not the the people the the only people i've ever been worried about offended offending or the only people a venue or booker has ever told me you know not to offend it was it was the right i've only ever been told not to do political stuff and they weren't worried about interesting you know upsetting trump or obama or i mean obama or biden supporters yeah they've always been worried about upsetting people on the right. And I don't even do political humor on stage. So, right. But anyway, recently I was supposed to do a show here in town. I was going to headline a show one night at a place in town. I won't even say the name of the venue. Um, but I, I will say that morning of the show, I woke up to all these texts from friends saying like, what the fuck's going on? This is messed up. Like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm thinking like, did I say something or do something stupid? Because God knows I've said really dumb things on social media and it's caused issues in my marriage and, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's been problems. Sure. So come to find out that the, the venue had sc- screenshotted and then shared, uh, one of my promotional posts for the show I was doing saying like anybody that promotes the show in this way, won't perform in our room, blah, blah, blah. And it was a post, like the last post I had promoting the show. Cause they were, they were adamant about me like getting people there they were like almost worried like we need more people to come out they were charging a lot for tickets and nobody knows who the fuck i am and it was an issue this was like the first week things were opening back up Mm -hmm. and anyway all i said was do your favorite drug and come out to the show tonight it (laughs) clearly a joke clearly could not have been more obvious that it was a joke yeah yeah and they were so upset about it that they took me off the show. They didn't call or message. They just took me what? off the show and then replaced me with another local comic. Day up. And then later asked me to come back. Oh, like my come back God. Headline. And I'm like, um, no. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the comic that was involved with booking, he's a super nice dude. He actually, like, threw me some cash and stuff because he knew it was shitty. But that was that was strictly like a... I would guess a conservative thing. Like I, I believe there was like some people involved that had their hands in that were probably church going folks. And they were really upset because they thought I was promoting the club in a bad light saying that I would wanted people to do. Dr- it was such a joke. First time in 15 years that's ever happened. I got took off a show for something I said on social media, promoting the show, trying to help. Yeah. Ridiculous, man. You, there's always going to be somebody who's upset. Uh, yeah, I mean, that- people are still, Worried about profanity. People still think that I'll tell you I words hurt ahead. that aren't slurs or homophobic. I did a show in Chicago. What was the suburbs of Chicago? It was like uh Bullenbrook, Illinois. And uh at this club, owner of the club came up to me. He's like, Hey, uh, because this is Saturday and Friday, Friday, like both shows, I was swearing. I don't I, you've seen my I don't swear off and I say fuck maybe three times. I don't right. swear, I don't swear a lot. So he comes up to me, he goes, um, the early show, he goes, don't, uh, don't swear here because there's a lot of middle-aged white people. And I thought to myself, so if they were black people, you'd be okay with me swearing because it's, uh, it's kind of strange that you're saying that it's a little, yeah. you don't think that's a little fucked up. 
uh, part of my language. Uh, <laughs> like that's, I mean, I was just, and then the, the headliner I featured, the headliner goes up and he's just dropping F bomb after F bomb. Of course. And uh, that's how it always is. Uh, and it's just a weird thing. I just can't imagine a life that's so perfect that hearing a swear word by a performer, you know, unless it was a setting with like kids. Like I did a show at a park over COVID last summer and they, it was like in the itinerary. Hey, there's kids here in the park. People bring their families. Like, let's keep it clean. Don't use profanity. That I understand. But even then, like, do you do you think swear words are in the top 100 things that are going to make your kid an asshole? I know people that swear all the time, and they're like the best people. Yeah, and then it, again, we it goes back to the it goes back to like the Cosby, yeah, thing, the super clean people. You know, I I you know you you I know yeah, people. Those that are, are, honestly, those are the guys. Go ahead. Dude, any comic that's ever like told a feature, don't swear or been like a quote unquote clean comic. Yeah. In my experience has been like, uh, like womanizing, like any- cheat on their wife, just piece of shit. Yeah. Anytime a headliner has told me not to swear they, and they go, don't swear. I say don't rape. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where, where are you going with this? I mean, there's some, obviously there's clean comics who are also good people, but I've just, I, in my experience, specifically the people that I've encountered have been pieces of shit off stage for whatever reason. It could just be coincidence. Yeah. Just the fact that people are, it's blows my mind that, you know, it's been talked about over and over and oh, over. Oh, sure. Again. Sure. But like the, the censorship still on television where, you know, ass or shit or fuck is, is bleeped out. And then you watch a guy get his head blown off. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What is going to ruin our brains more? When I meet somebody for the first time, if they use profanity, it's almost like a, like a sense of comfort sets yeah. in where I'm like, ah, oh, I hate this when person's the, real. I hate my, my least favorite thing is when somebody shoots up a place and that person played video games and they're like, well, uh, it's, it's like, that's the, is, is, is there not a lazier take than that? Maybe you ever think maybe he had a bad childhood. Like that's probably the number one thing. Not because yeah, he played no, video like games. I said, uh, I recently said, I think in order to buy a gun, you should have to show proof of your dad's love. <laughs> That's good. I love that. That's good. Have you said that on stage? I haven't. No, I think it's going to hit. It's going to hit too close to home with a lot of people, but maybe I will. You should use it. I mean, and I was just going to say it's legitimately though. I I can almost guarantee you that nine out of 10 mass shooters um, didn't get hugged enough. Oh, 100%. How's writing going for you? Have you been doing a decent amount of writing? Yeah, man, I've been trying. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of my stuff will be like a tweet or a post and then end up as a joke, but also other stuff. I have been writing quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of comes in waves for me. Yeah. So I've been trying. The problem is like getting on stage enough to to try it and know if it's good, you know, because a lot of times I get discouraged too easily, too quickly. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially, yeah, we haven't had a lot of fucking practice. So no, it's weird. I mean, you're starting to, you're going back and you're the first thing you're doing is paid shows. It feels weird, right? You're like, I it, it certainly does. And you, I just don't have, I don't have the luxury of really, you know, trying a bunch of new stuff in, in the middle of my paid side. I mean, if I was headlining clubs every weekend and I could do that, or, you know, I guess, but I'm going to throw a bit at you. You tell me what you think. You ready? Do it. Um, I'm working on this bit about the call map. Do you know what the call map is? Mm-mm. It's a it's a mental health anxiety app, you know, like it's it's supposed to supposed to help you out with your uh, your mental health. I I did a w- free week trial for it, you know, and after the free mm-hmm. week trial, they charge you seventy dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing: they send you these positive messages every morning, you know, 
So I forgot about the free week trial and I woke up to my bank account saying negative (laughs) 69.99. And then right after that, I get a message that says, take, (laughs) take three deep breaths. (laughs) It's good timing. I love, but here's the thing. I was, I was furious. I was really angry. And then I just used the app to calm down. I was like, I see what they're doing. That's good marketing. That's pretty. (laughs) Yeah. They're purposely giving me a reason to need the app. It's pretty good marketing. That's expensive. What about you? Anything new? Yeah, I've got um throw I'm something actually thinking of I, I was thinking of a bit about how uh you know how unfinished basements are you know obviously much scarier than finished basements. Yeah. Just because I don't want to think about being that poor again. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a twist. You think you're gonna go another way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I could word it better and maybe maybe stretch it. Um I also have a new bit I want to try about how uh, we hate Jewish people so much in America that we're coming out with seasonings and spices that are everything but the bagel. <laughs> like, how much do we how much do we hate bagels that we got to make seasonings that are everything but the bagel? Like, how much did you hate the bagel? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I like everything about this except for this Jewy dough. <laughs> Jewy Jewy dough is a funny phrase. Uh, are we gonna are we gonna make like everything but the tortilla seasoning? <laughs> I mean, I'm afraid if you do that, someone might come after you after a show and you know and talk about it. So, what do you got for your scary story? You said you have a really good scary story. I just brought up basements, which is funny because this this scary story revolves around a basement. So, most of my most of my high school years, I lived with my stepdad it was my mother's second marriage they were married and then on and off dating for forever and uh he always had the same place in whitehall michigan um and in the beginning it was an unfinished basement it was it was creepy there was like uh there would always be you know weird noises and weird shit down there it was just an older basement and then there was like a thing i remember my stepbrothers used to it was like the septic tank in the corner you know my stepbrothers used to piss in it that was real weird. Uh, I don't know if this it was the septic tank that was weird or the fact that my stepmother's pits in it. But uh, so anyway, the, the the basement is the backdrop of this story. It was very it was it was weird and creepy. So then the basement ended up being finished, and well, half of it was finished, but the the creepiest part was still was like in the beginning part of the basement. You'd you'd come down the steps and and come through the 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 doorway or the entrance and there was like a, a big open spot where that was finished and then there was a couple rooms finished as well but then there was still like a laundry room with a septic tank and all the shit unfinished and it was just always creepy and there'd be noises and shit so my bedroom was down in the basement it was like after you walked into the original entrance coming down from the steps uh i was the first bedroom but there was no windows obviously in the basement it was like my bedroom was in the middle so there was no light and it would be pitch dark and we'd stay up my friends and i would stay up till five six in the morning and then literally sleep till like four in the afternoon because there's no light i know sometimes my i would literally be like up you could tell i had just woke up i'm like eating cereal at like three in the afternoon my stepdad gets home from a hard day at work he's probably like this fucking asshole (laughs) that's uh besides the fact of the scary story another bit i'd like to work on is just like the Growing up, if you had a stepdad, you know, you probably hated your stepdad. You always think it, you think about it from the perspective of the, the, the kid. Yeah. But then you get older 
and you think about like, man, what if I dated a girl and she had like a teenage son and I was a stepdad and, and now you're looking at it from a perspective of like this fucking kid's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so 100%. I get why I, I can understand why a stepdad would be a dick. So anyway, after senior year, I moved to, to Grand Rapids to live with my brother and like the first apartment I ever had, he had been living out here. And so then it was like one or two years after graduating. So I must've been like 19 or 20. I don't think I was quite 21 yet, but, um, at this point, my stepdad had moved his master bedroom down also into the basement, but it was in the big open area that right. was like carpeted and finished. And for whatever reason, I think just cause it was cooler in the summer and the dudes, this was like when water beds were cool. Yeah. And they had the water bed. Uh, just in the corner. So the master bedroom was basically the living room space in the basement, sure. which was his room. So my room was still kind of still had some of my shit in it that I had left. And then whatever room was further down the hallway, you could, you could access both rooms without walking through that big open room. That was now his bedroom through right. the slider downstairs. But depending on whether or not the slider was locked or unlocked, you couldn't get in. So you'd still have to come through the garage, walk down the steps, and you'd have to walk through his room to get to mine. So years later, a few years later, like I said, I'm 19 or 20. I I come back to town to hang out with some friends who still live there. We're probably all partying, getting getting effed up. And I, I don't even tell my mom that I'm in town because um, I don't want her to give me shit about like coming back there late or, right. you know driving drunk or whatever mischief I was up to. Um, but I wanted to crash there. So I didn't have to drive back to GR. So you got to come in through the garage and then you come in through the door into the house. And then it's literally like the kitchens to your right or straight down the steps into the basement. Um, and I, I get home at like, I don't know, one in the morning, I get back to their place. And, uh, immediately I hear this like repetitive sound that is like, I, I, I still to this day can't describe it as like anything else. There's nothing that you'd immediately be like, this is what this sound is. Hmm. It was just like nothing I had never heard before. And it was terrifying, like goosebumps. Yeah. And there was, so come to find out, I think my stepdad had like a relative who lived in the house before who had died. Mm-hmm. So this just adds to the element of like, what the, I don't know if this is paranormal activity or what's going on. Um, so I'm like, I, I want to just see what this noise is to make it stop. And I don't know if I can't remember if there was a car in the garage or not, but I, I didn't know if they had like left in another car in my mom's car to hang with friends or something, or I wasn't even sure that they were home. It was late enough that they could be there, but also maybe they weren't yet. Right. So I hear this noise immediately and it's terrifying. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I walk down this basement steps and I get to that first entrance, just the doorway. And I knew the light switch was like on the wall within arm's reach, but it had been a long enough that I couldn't remember which side or where it was. So I'm just reaching. Right. And I'm just hitting nothing. And so I can't find the light. And but I I'm still hearing the sound and it's getting louder and louder and it's ter- It's awful. It's an awful sound. It's terrifying. Um, and I can't see anything, but I can just see barely like, you know, shapes from like the, the glow of like a, 
like a fluorescent type light on like an alarm clock back when people still use actual alarm clocks. So I walk through the entrance and I can barely make it out, but I still hear. And then I see my stepdad is just jackhammering my mom, just fucking the shit out of her. Yep. I told that whole story. Just to tell you that Jesus I walked in on my mom getting Christ. fucked by my stepdad. That was the longest setup. I mean, that is kind of scary. Jesus Christ. What do you, uh, what is your unpopular take? What is something that you like? Or uh, you, hate? you know, dude, I was gonna, I was gonna say, um, comic book or superhero movies. You know, what's funny is someone else said that. So you're not, you're not the only one. I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not, uh, so I'm a hack then. Uh, no, I'm the same no, I'm I just, the same way. And it's, I guess it's, I don't even know that I don't like him because I don't watch enough of them. Like I haven't saw any of the Guardians of the Galaxies. Like it's, it's too much, dude. The, it's the too Batmans, much. the like Heath Ledger Batmans were the last ones I watched. Like those were the Dark Knight. And I like Batman and Spider-Man and that's where it ends for me. But it, it just seems like it's every time there is one. There's a bunch of people who immediately take to the internet and either shit on it or say it's the greatest movie at all, of all time. There is rarely a gray area and people get really upset about like if things were different in the comic and it, whether or not it was, I think people set their expectations way too high, but I guess I've just never, I've just, I've, I wasn't a comic book guy. Me neither. Which is probably a big part of it. And a lot of them are good movies, but it's so much of it is just CGI and I don't know. And I'm just not that into them and everybody else seems to, but here, love them. here's the thing about superhero movies though. if you watch one you have to watch them all right because there's like easter eggs now disney has a bunch of shows it's just the other thing that bothers me though is comics especially want to act like liking comic book movies makes them like a nerd like they they act like oh i'm unique and i'm a i'm a nerd because i watch everybody loves that shit dude yeah yeah no it's true it's not a nerd thing i mean comic-con's I, I, like hot chicks now yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I'm wearing a, a Nintendo Switch hat right now. So yeah, you're I mean, almost you're almost more of a hack if you like, or you're more of a nerd in the comedy world yeah. at least if you like sports. Yeah, it makes you more of a minority as far as your interest for sure. I think we're in a different era now though, because if I was pushing forty, I don't know, twenty or thirty years ago, and I was wearing a Nintendo Switch hat or a Nintendo hat, I don't think I'd have a chance or a shot in the world with any woman. Absolutely uh, not. No, now it's like girls love that stuff too yeah they do oh that's that's my dream dude find a find a girl that wants to play here's music. what i don't get about like these twitch vid or like these twitch shows Streamers. and stuff where it's where it's just like a you know, dude playing a video game i understand the the one screen with the video game because you're watching that but then the screen with the just the guy in his headphones what what why do i need to watch that you want to see his reaction look this is the one thing that if you asked me five or six years ago, would you watch someone play video games and enjoy it? I'd be like, fucking no. But now you're into it. Oh, I, I watch it all the time. I like, I okay. watch walkthroughs. All I just, the time. I, I've never watched anything other than like a 30 or 60 second on social media. So I, I really don't know. I was honestly curious, like what the need for the, the other screen with the, the person on it was. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a different culture now. It's, man, I wish I'd have gotten the YouTube game 10 years ago. I mean, there's a lot of it. It's just them talking shit, right? And just there's people that are making millions of dollars playing video games. And that's yeah, all yeah. they're doing. There's the, who's the top guy? It's like Ninja or something. Ninja's the top guy. The, the, the guy I watch is called the Rad Brad. 
he's like an older guy, but he he does like a, a lot of walkthroughs. Man, they're just fucking making. But here's the thing: these people can't be grounded people. There's no way they're grounded people. You know, there's no way. I'm not saying they're bad people, but there's no like this is this is your job. You just play video games and that's it. What I mean, a life, huh? It is a pretty good life, but I mean, I'm not taking advice from that person. You know? Yeah. I <laughs> well, I imagine though, there's got to be. Oh my! Here's the problem: is there is a lot of people who have been successful, but then just like anything else especially when it's a very niche, like or a new, a newer thing for every one guy who's successful and actually making money. There's gotta be a ton of guys who you're just their wife or some, somebody in their life's like, the fuck are you doing? No, there is just my mom, 12 my mom, hours a day doing this. Well, it, yeah. If it's your job, if it's 12 hours a day, for sure. I don't like, I'm, I'm definitely a gamer, but I can go weeks without playing. I almost listen to podcasts about video games more than I play them. Yeah. Like that, but it's because I'm also working fucking 11, 12 hours a day and I need something to listen to. I don't even, I don't even own a console, man. I got nothing. Uh, But I think part of it is I was just never good at them and I'd get very easily frustrated. Mm -hmm. Even like I remember my little brother would like destroy me in Madden when he was like 10 years younger. I mean, he's still 10 years younger, but you know, when I used to try. Yeah. He's a little, little kid just destroying me. Oh, dude, I got a PS4 Pro just laying around right now because I I got a PS5 and it I like you should dude. this was taking over my life before I went back to work. I was I was getting fucking tweets and like notifications at three in the morning. Uh, PS5s are live on target. I'm like, an, I'm a fucking pushing 40. And I'm like on a computer. Like, let's see if I can get it. Let's see if I can get it. Like, just <laughs> I think I needed something to distract myself from what was going on. You know? Yeah. How much? What are the one of those run you? Six hundred bucks or something? Uh, four hundred for the digital. I have four hundred. So it's not it's not that bad. They haven't really gone up in price because uh, they're making all their money from games. That's where they're making all the money at. Right. So. But look, man, I hope this was fun. I uh, feel like I wasn't 100% on my game and you picked up my slack. Oh, you're fine, dude. I'm sorry that I, I told you that long story about my mom getting fucked no, by my stepdad. you're good. I mean, it's uh, it was definitely not worth it, but I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you still do, do this, but when you used to call yourself the greatest of all time and people would mm-hmm. get mad at that, people would not, people wouldn't realize that. Yeah, he's fucking I mean, kidding. It, it's complete. Uh, yeah, obvious. dude. Jesus. I'm 37 and I'm still middling clubs. <laughs> Clearly. I know. Look, I know you're five years ahead of me, uh, but I think, I think once you hit double digit years, it becomes a problem. And I'm 10 years in oh. and I'm like, and I'm like, how am I not headlining more places? Dude, and, and I've always said this about you, you know that, but I think it's ridiculous. Someone asked me uh, recently, I forgot who it was. We were talking and they said, who do you think the best comics are in Michigan? And I gave them two comics. I was like, Adam Deggie and Josh Adams. Those two guys are just fuck. And I'm not going to say a woman because they're not funny. But those two guys. I appreciate fuck, that. Yeah. I've always thought that. I've always thought. I don't no, know I, don't, I don't mean. I don't, I don't appreciate you saying I'm funny. I appreciate you saying women are funny. <laughs> I just don't understand why you're not fucking. Have you headlined Grins yet? Have you headlined your own club? No. I, I what? Is... So I've been doing. I've been doing freaking shows out of retirement community for the guy who's potentially the new gm so i'm i'm trying to work my magic i i would hope that i can get like at least a summer weekend eventually because i know i'm i could do well you would like i do in any other place aren't you booked to fucking head dude what is man some of us just get shit on our whole lives it's brutal well it's because we're straight white males uh yeah doesn't help that's that blows my mind though dude i just can't i you know 
But you know what? If, if it makes you feel slightly better, Josh Adams has the same trouble sometimes. He yeah. was he was hosting, hosting the club in Waterford. Please Get the fuck. Please explain. That dude is like if I had to if you could go to a sports book and bet on somebody being famous in the yep. next five years who isn't. Uh, yep. That's who I'd put my money on. Josh Adams is incredible, and in front of any audience. Um, but yeah, it's some guys, man. I don't know for for one reason or a lot of reasons. Just uh, I don't know. Don't Very get strange. the opportunities they should get. Cavity. Yeah, it's uh, man. Well, look, buddy. Again, appreciate you doing this. I'll put it up Wednesday, and I hope to see you soon in person, man. Yeah, let's do it. Seriously, I'm going to be in Royal Oak in June, but hopefully before then, bud. Let's shoot some hoops. Yeah, let's do that. Are you are you featuring or headlining the castle? I'm headlining. All right. So you get, they're putting you up and stuff? Yeah. So yep. you're, you're headlining one of the best clubs in the country, the castle, but they won't let you headline grins. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's the pillars, man. It's the pillars in that fucking place. And- Stupid. 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 Yeah.